Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bellers. We have a very powerful show today. It's going to be about the rolling blackouts to hit America, uh, really, truly, and all because uh, our grids have become more vulnerable in the face of extreme weather as they transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. Right now, California uh, is to be expecting rolling blackouts where hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, will be left without power. There's an article uh, from this week where Colorado, residents in, in, a, in a particular Colorado city, they were literally uh, unable to change their thermostats. The electric company went into their smart thermostats and prevented them from moving it at all, making some people's homes as hot as 88 degrees. Unbelievable. Crazy. And it's all because of the transition from evil fossil fuels to new clean energy from, you know, things like we can collect it from the wind turbines and everything like that. Uh, thousands of people, possibly hundreds of thousands, and people that have incredibly successful talk radio programs, I've heard they even believe that millions of people, millions of people will die in the years ahead because of the energy crisis. Yeah. We have an abundance of energy through fossil fuels, but because fossil fuels uh, contribute to our carbon footprint and they disrespect the false God of mother earth, we must die on their altar. And honestly, anybody that dies from the things that the globalists have planned, it's not a problem for them. It's just one less person to add to the surplus of the population of Earth. You know about the Guildstones. They would like it, the population of Earth, to be around 500 million, yeah. as opposed to what it is right now, seven million, uh, over seven billion, rather, people right. in the Earth. So anybody that dies from the things that they, that they uh, have planned for the world, it, it, they're adding to the surplus anyway. And the right. interesting thing is this, is that the natural events of the world often go hand in hand with the prophetic events of the Bible. So meaning natural events that we think, well, gosh, these people don't know that what they're doing, that they're literally um, guided by truly evil, destructive spirits that would like to set up an evil kingdom on the, or on the earth for the Antichrist system. Some people don't even understand that they're a part of it, that they're contributing to it. Things like climate change, they don't get, they just don't get it. They don't understand how climate change will contribute to the Antichrist system. The climate change Trojan horse and the things that they will, that will happen because of the, the people that will die, the wars that will be um, fought because of it, will contribute to a fourth of the world dying and a third of the world dying and a third of the world dying from this, from the revelation events. It's unbelievable. And own the name of climate change. We have some really interesting uh, things to talk about today, but first and foremost, I want to thank those that have signed up for the Paul Revere Report. Uh, you're a part of the Paul Revere Club, and remember, for a $30 donation, you ex uh, receive every month, at the beginning of every month, exclusive content, material, show recaps uh, that will be sent to your email, email only, if you are a part of that club. Um, this is how we support what we do. You are supporting the vision. And I want to thank Carol 
Harold, Carol, Harold, Gerald, Judith, and Arlene for all becoming members of the Paul Revere Club within the past week. Uh, also keep in mind, another way to support this ministry is for a donation of $25 to the ministry. Um, if you go online, we will, and click, you know, put it to your cart and do the, the whole bit. We will send you a bag of coffee, the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blim. You heard me talk about the process. This isn't just like, oh, we picked a bag of coffee and we're gonna send it to you as a thank you. Right. This was an extreme process, about a year and a half in the making. We sat down for essentially a chef's table for coffee. We have an expert in the field that tried dozens and dozens. He narrowed it down for us to for, for us to 14 different coffees. We then had a coffee tasting evening. It was an, an awesome event and we all agreed to the number one best tasting coffee, and that's what it is. <clears throat> and, and understand, listen, I had, I got a, a message this week, they might be watching the show right now, and you know, they said to me, uh, listen, Zach, we can get this, a, a particular type, of, apparently it's a, a very nice coffee, um, kind of, uh, you know, upscale like ours. Right. They said, listen, I can get my coffee uh, that sells in my town from this local store. Um, and uh, well, I'm not gonna, actually said, I'm not gonna cough up 25 bucks for a bag of your coffee when I can go and get this coffee from this store. I was saying to myself, okay. I honestly, I was like, well then, first off, if anybody feels like they're coughing up money to support yeah. the ministry, your heart's in the wrong place. Don't give to the ministry. And you're not buying the coffee. Yes. You are donating $25 to the ministry, and in return as a thank you, you're receiving a bag of coffee. Yes. And, and here's something else that most ministries won't tell you, uh, but we're transparent here. Our cost overall is around 15 bucks for the, what we have to pay. Once, once we develop the bags, once we pay for the labor, the roasting, the, the shipping, we pay for the shipping. It leaves us with ten dollars or less of a donation. I don't think that's a lot to ask. Right. And so it's it's donation. So if 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 you believe in the vision and what we're doing here at the Zach Drew Show, then give a donation. But if it's for your just for your palate and just so that you can have the most amazing coffee. Listen, there's other amazing coffee. I found the one that the guy was looking at. It was fifteen or sixteen bucks. Once again, you know, wasn't didn't include shipping or anything, and there was no donation. But it's for a donation of $25 to the ministry. So make sure your heart's in the right place, you know, whenever you, whenever you give. Yeah. Um, and that's the point, you know, we're not, we're not a for-profit business. We're not in the business of selling coffee. It really is a, it, it's a thank you gift to everyone who wants to give generously to the, to the ministry. Exactly. That, so listen, so for our products, uh, you just go online to ZachDrewShow.com and click IGBY store on that webpage. From there, you can either choose to be a member of the Paul Revere Club for a monthly donation of $30 to the ministry, and you can get the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blend Coffee for a donation of $25. Be sure to click Select Options. From there, you can choose the one-time option or the every month. Be sure to specify how many bags you would like. Click Set Up Now, and continue by clicking on view cart, which is at the top of the page. If you feel led, you can also give an additional donation under the donate tab. Listen, I hope everyone can go online today and sign up 
for one of those two products, give a donation. And, um, and for those watching online, links to the IGBY store will be in our description. Let's get to it. California power use to hit record, raising chance of blackouts. This is an article from Bloomberg. The historic demands for power increases the likelihood, so the historic demands for power increases the likelihood of rotating blackouts unless Californians can reduce energy use even more than they have so far. This is a very important paragraph here. The prospect of outages underscores how grids have become vulnerable in the face of extreme weather as they transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. That is why we are having the problem we are having. That is why thousands of people, and the more we go down this road of making everything from the cars to the energy, how we heat and cool our homes, the more we go down this road, the, we do not have the infrastructure and even the material that comes from China. Thousands of people are going to die in the future. And even I believe it was Omar Navarro, I can't remember exactly who it was, that said that we will shut down all of our oil and, and coal mines by the year 2030. So in the next couple of years, people are going to start, start dropping dead right. because they're going to die from um, heat. They're going to die from being too cold, and they're also going to die because they cannot afford the food prices. Because I want to show you how this, how this directly affects the price that you pay for everything, including your groceries. Uh, it says here, California has aggressively closed, and that's a good word, aggressively closed, natural gas power plants in recent years leaving the state increasingly dependent on solar farms that go dark late in the day just as electricity demand peaks. At the same time, the state is enduring the Southwest's worst drought in 1,200 years, sapping hydropower production. So it's very interesting. So California um, has declared, you know, a, 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 an emergency, statewide emergency proclamation given by Governor Gavin Newsom. Um, to free up extra power supplies. They're in trouble. Mm -hmm. So what's their go-to? What did he have to do? It's, it's, it's irony. I feel like it's like, da -dum <laughs> He had to temporarily reopen gas-fired power plants operated by the California Department of Water Resources. It's, 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 it's so funny. It's in the same way it's like, you know, uh, Teslas come with a generator in the back of their, what would be a trunk, right? So whenever they, they run out of uh, their juice, you can put gasoline mm -hmm. into the generator to give your car the boost that it needs. And here's the thing. I think it was California as well that said, everybody in this state, any new car purchased by 2035, mm -hmm. it will be, you'll be forced to buy an electric vehicle. That's right. And it's just like, it's just big government telling the people what they can and can't do. People don't want it. Maybe you do, but you're in the minority, I promise you. Last month, out of every single new car sold in America, what percentage do you think Americans wanted the electric vehicles for their new cars? Do you know this? I don't know off the top of my head, but I know that it's small. 5% of Americans wanted to buy electric vehicles. 95% 
of Americans wanted their fossil fuel, gasoline, diesel burning, carbon footprint leaving, American machinery. Because they haven't signed on to the religion of leftism. That's right. And here's the thing. I am for the conserving of the earth. Mm -hmm. God made the earth. God made the plants and the trees and the seas and the skies and the animals. And, and we do need to conserve it. You don't want to trash the earth. God said it was good. But climate change is... It's just false, and and the reason and 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 you know it, and we've we've went through so much material. It's based on falsified science that is created by scientists that are paid with millions of dollars of even uh, state-given money to them to create these things, and it's all a Trojan horse. It's to just dis to destabilize America, and it's all prophetic. We are in the end times, people. We are in the end times. And as this is happening, I'm telling you, there is, I don't know what it is, but there is an event coming. And it is going to shake the world. And I believe it's actually within that same time period. Right now, we're, you're going to probably get to it a little bit later. I believe we are in the time of the great falling away. I mean, whenever you have 167 million Christians in America that the vast majority of them are not saved, they're professing Christians, well, how can you say that? Because 8% that claim to be Christians actually believe the Bible. That's right. They don't, the Bible, where, where, the, where the gospel, where, you know, where things were, the, the book that says things like, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Mm -hmm. That Jesus is the mediator between God and man. That there is no other way to heaven other than through the cross, through the sacrifice, the aton atoning offering of Jesus's body on that cross. So whenever you have 167 million people that, that say, I'm professing, uh, I'm a professing believer, but only 8% are actually Christians, would you consider that a great falling away? I would, and, and here's the thing. So the, whenever I talked about Reformation the other day, um, there was someone in the comments, and I actually, I, I like this lady, I like the things she says. Um, and she said this, and I agree with her at the same time I don't. Because she said, listen, I think we're too far along. We, we can't expect some type of massive great awakening or revival. Um, and here's the thing. The reason I use there's a reformation coming to the church, and, and, and historically it's happened every 500 years in the church, the reason I don't use great awakening or, great, or, or, or massive revival mm -hmm. is because I think it paints it in a different context. We think billions of people are going to come to know the Lord. Um, whenever I honestly think that it's going to refine um, and it's going to, the body of Christ will remain small, but they're going to remain pure. They're going to remain, it's going to be a time of such anointing in, in the body of Christ. And because honestly, even if, even if a, would you consider 100 million people getting saved in America a great revival? You know, maybe, yeah, absolutely. It'd be the greatest revival that's ever happened in America, 100 right. million people getting saved. But you realize that if 167 million people say they're Christians, but only 8% actually are, that's 8% of that is 13.35 million, 13.35 million. So even if 100 million people got saved, it wouldn't do anything to the actual number of people that profess to be Christians. What it's going to do is that there's an event coming as these things, as the globalists destroy the world while saying they're saving it. Millions of people are dying. 
government is controlling everything you do. The Antichrist is being set up. There is going to be, and that's happening now, but there's going to be a propelling moment like never before. There's going to be an event, and I don't know what it is. And it's in that, that event that I believe that a reformation will take place in a small part of the body of Christ, making them more, just more pure, more powerful, more anointed than, than we have been in a couple thousand years since the, since the, uh, since the Acts chapter 2, honestly. Right. So l- let's, let, let's keep going. So once again, so natural gas, all right, is produced from offsh- onshore and offshore natural gas and oil wells from coal beds. They want to shut it all down. So why is this happening? Just remember, why are the rolling blackouts? What is it? How is there a lack of energy? We can't, you know, and, and I make, I'm really dumbing this down. Because we can't see electricity. We can't see energy. But think about, uh, there is a, uh, an abundance of uh, natural gas that we can receive from fossil fuels. If we're cutting them off, we still have to create it somehow. So now it's going to be through clean energy like wind turbines. But the wind turbines cannot create enough to keep up with demands, especially in rough weather, really hot, really cold. Mm -hmm. So it's like, imagine, like we have thousands and as far as the eye can see, we have cornfields that are ripe to be, or they're, or they're, they're ready to be harvested, right? And that is our natural resources through fossil fuels. But they're saying, nope, we can't have it. So the wind turbines are essentially the combines. And they're not big enough. They don't have enough power to harvest that corn to provide the needs for everybody. And that's why we're having short supply. So why is this happening? Because the grids have become vulnerable in the face of extreme weather as they transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. Here's another article. I expect a tsunami. This is from the finance section of Yahoo News. I expect a tsunami of shutoffs. 20 million Americans um, their house, and their households, they can't afford to pay their utility bills on time. So according to the National Energy Assistance Directors Association, roughly 20 million households in the U.S., one out of every six homes are behind on their utility bills. So you're behind too far. What happens? They shut your power off. They shut it off. One out of six, 20 million households are now behind on their utility bills because since there's a lack of energy, what has been harvested is going to rise in prices, mm-hmm. right? I expect a tsunami of shutoffs, says Jean Sue, a senior attorney at the Center for Biological Diversity, tells Bloomberg. Electricity prices have spiked due to the skyrocketing cost of natural gas. Thank you, Democrats. According to the Energy Information Administration, natural gas is the biggest source of electricity generation in the U.S. So a year to, a year ago, uh, natural gas traded at $4.31 uh, per metric, and they're called MMBTUs uh, today. So it was $4.31 last year. Now it's $9.34. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that July prices for electricity jumped 15.2% from a year ago, marking the biggest 12-month increase since 2006. Oh my goodness, Andrew, we're 20 minutes into the show. I haven't even got through the first, I, I got through half of the first page. Uh, okay, let's just go through these quickly. Maybe we can do two shows, I don't know, we'll figure it out as we go. Denver Area Power Company takes over thermostats of thousands of customers. 
A Colorado power company locked the smart thermostats of thousands of customers for the first time, citing what? An energy emergency. Some XL customers complain. Okay, well, I see that. I complain. That their thermostats were also locked, adding that the temperatures in their homes soared as high as 88 degrees. Emmett uh, Romine, which is XL's vice president and the energy company's vice president of customer solutions and innovation, he stressed that the people in the program did so voluntarily. And that's true. They did. Mm-hmm. So people are complaining. They literally go to their thermostats and there's a, there's a, a note on it that says, hey, we're in a crisis. You can't touch it. Mm-hmm. And some of those home, homes are 88 degrees. All right, you can't touch it. And, hey, well, listen, people. <laughs> Slow down. This, this, they volunteered for this. This was a voluntary thing. Um, So you should be complaining. He said this. Let's remember that this is something that customers chose to be part of on the incentives. Okay, well, still don't feel good about it. Uh, But it lessens the story whenever you do read on the website that the controlled events, when the company makes adjustments to the thermostats of participating customers, um, that can happen anytime during the summer. Customers can opt out of the control events at any time. Okay, so that kind of like, it's a big story and that kind of lessens it because it's like, okay, you're, you were foolish for doing it. You can't do anything with your thermostat, but just give the electric company a call and you can, you can opt out. Until... Until... Until you read the fine print. Until you read the fine print. That's exactly right. So Romine, once again, who's the Excel's Vice President of Customer Solutions and Innovations, said the energy emergency was due to an unexpected outage in another city, combined with hot weather and extensive air conditioner usage. So I don't know, for me, if I was one of those individuals, I wouldn't say that constitutes for the energy company telling me that I can't even touch my thermostat. So, okay, well, Zach, you know, they, they volunteered for the program. They made it so they can't touch it, but they can just call the power company and uh, opt out. No. Not once you read the fine print. That's right. Here we go. However, there are rare occasions, and this must have been a rare occasion, one singular city, you know, uh, with an unexpected outage, you know, rare occasion. When the system emergencies trigger an event, that cannot be overridden. So this fella that's saying, hey, they they opted in and they can call any time to opt out. False. Mm -hmm. That's so false. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> if they deem whatever they deem as an emergency situation, you cannot call the power company and opt out in that time. You have to wait till the emergency is done. Listen, people, now is the time. I'll tell you right now. So where we film this, li- this is all ministry owned. This is a ministry owned house, property. This is a ministry owned studio, all on the same property. And I'm, and I'm saying this, you need to, if you can afford it, we can't right now, but sooner or later, than, as soon as we can, we will. You need to have a home, a whole home generator. You need to, and preferably, you know, most like um, propane if you can. It's, in the next few years, it's gonna get wild. The government has closed down the pipelines, the natural gas plants in recent years. But that's just a part of the problem. Might be say, it's not even the main problem. Or just, we spend all that time, it's not even the main problem. Or if it's a tree, you know, we went into the branches, we got into the trunk, 
But the real roots is this. It's ESG. ESG. And I'll explain that in a minute. Just to maintain our yearly natural gas productions, to maintain, there has to be serious investments made every year. Who provides the capital for a piece of the pie, right? Through interest. It's banks. Last year, $43 billion was invested into the gas and oil industry. $43 billion. This year, nine. $9 billion. Well, now that doesn't make sense, does it? Especially when investors understand the returns right now, right? This is common sense. There is a crazy high demand for energy and there isn't enough to go around. So logically, this would be the time we would see radical investments being made to see radical returns. 43 billion last year. So why in the world only 9 billion this year? Because the banks have decided that, that to grant these investments just isn't the moral thing. We gotta think about the greater good of humanity. We must reduce our carbon footprint for the survival of us all. False, lies, climate change, is the Trojan horse. And those that are controlling, so just think about this, think about the Trojan horse in that story. It's the Trojan horse, um, and those controlling this horse from within are going to kill you. Just like the Greek soldiers hiding deceptively within that Trojan horse were able to take over a city. Those responsible for creating the inaccurate climate narrative based on falsified science will be able to take over America with it. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty accurate analogy. Uh, both the horse and the narrative are both hollow, uh, just like the gullible Trojans who believed that the horse was a gift to be offered to the false goddess of Athena, right, the god of war. This climate change Trojan horse was constructed of the false god of Mother Earth. But just like those Trojans that that day that were slaughtered and killed because of the fake gift to the god of war, those taken by this decep deception of climate change will soon understand it will cost them their freedom and ultimately their lives as well. No, it, uh, it is not about climate change. It is about implementing socialism. It's about taking America down to its knees and enslaving the people. And the largest banks in America have issued for businesses right now, and it will go down to just the average human being too, right after business, they've issued something called an ESG credit score that measures how green your company, your business, your investment opportunity is. Blocking the investments in and the production of our natural gas. Yep, so not only are states like California, uh, aggressively shutting down the plants, the government is also using banks to prevent future investments into the industry. This is what is causing our food prices to go up as well. The farmer who uses a combine other tractors is paying twice the price for diesel, and he has to spread fertilizer, which comes from petroleum. The trucks to transport need fuel. The plants to process, uh, the, the physical you know, plants to process need energy. And it goes on and on. This all contributes to you and your home. That's the reason your energy bill has been skyrocketing. That is why, the, why gas is so high throughout the country. That is why food prices are skyrocketing. That, and this is what's contributing to our record high inflation. It's a destabilization tool used by the false, uh, false narrative of climate change to save the earth, 
shut down what has made America successful, which is our, our um, natural resources. And um, it's going to get serious. And we are out of time. And so we're going to get into this more next week. And then we're going to bring it all the way around at the end of next week and tie in with a lot of different Bible verses and, and Scripture that show how everything we've talked about this week and what we're going to talk about the first two-thirds of the show next week, how it all ties into the Word of God, to the Word of God. Hey, we're totally out of time. Once again, please go online and consider giving a monthly donation of $30 a month to receive exclusive content sent to your email every month to join the Power of Your Club, receive that Power of Your Report, or for a donation of $25 to the ministry, right there on the IGBY store, you can get a, uh, a delicious, delicious bag of coffee. It's called the Liberty Blend. Hey, we love you guys. We need your help to continue. We'll see you next week.